Hello and welcome to The Inner Gamer, episode 191. We are your weekly dose of video game news, reviews, opinions, and discussions made for and by our listeners. My name is Brian Oski. I'm Austin Rouse, and today on The Inner Gamer, we talk about Dead by Daylight, and we have someone special who's actually going to talk about Dead by Daylight. And then Brett plays Towerfall in the gaming news. Nintendo Switch is getting a new model coming next year. Big news. Big drop. Am I the special person? What? Am I the special shut, person? Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Later. Later. My name. <laughs> Fake news. Fake, Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Fortnite shows up in SNL. And then the discussion topic, we talk about the Harry Potter game and our predictions for it. It got leaked. We have all the details right here. There aren't many, but we're going to talk about it and tell you what we want. It got it. leaked all over the Oh, God. There he is again. <laughs> and cue the music. Get a minute. Welcome to the October 9th, 2018. Welcome to the Inner Gamer Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, we'd love for you to support us on Patreon. For as little as $12 a year, we can make this podcast better and we'll give you some free goodies along the way. And today we have a special, special guest, actually a returning guest or returning member in the oh. Inner Gamer community. An old, old member. An old, old member. One wanna, of the original that, brothers. I want to hear that old scruffy voice of yours. I'm an old member. <laughs> You're in, of the uh, inner gamer. <laughs> wow. I was... used to be here a long time ago, back in the Wild West days, and then they just roped me back into it. Just roped me like... back. <laughs> wow. Wow, we're whipping him now. Not in a sexy manner, okay? <laughs> no, not sexy. That's what you implied that by whipping me. Don't oh don't goodness. promise a good time right off the top of the bat. That's right. okay. We'll yeah. give you a little. We, we're just starting this later. podcast. We don't know how it's going to go. So. I know we don't. We don't know. I'm yeah, a loose cannon, it. so that's probably why you fired me. But uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't fired. You were just brushed under the rug. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got uh, Travis Stramer here. Welcome, Travis. Oh, thank you. Thank it's you. So good to have you back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It is very bright in here. It's been a oh, while. Yeah, and I've noticed you've added a lot of lighting. Yeah, and wasn't I am like this kind of blinded when you were here. No, no, I don't think there was any lights. I think you just had the regular uh, fan light. Maybe, yeah. maybe a couple back here, but that was it. There was no like well, you had. You didn't have the whole contraption with all the lights yeah, hanging yeah. off the top and everything. Nope. Yeah. So yep. camera upgraded. A lot has changed. Yeah. In the years, you're like professional and shit. I know. Thank you. And that's yeah. that's that's <laughs> I'm partially. Not. Oh God. Partially See? due to our. Uh, <laughs> you gotta watch stuff over there. And man. he's drunk. I, know, <laughs> that's, uh, I only had one glass <laughs> of wine. That's partially due to our lovely Patreon supporters who have supported us along the way to help I'm, us grow I'm not our a, podcast. I'm not a supporter on Patreon. You I'm should sorry. Be, I no. should be. Austin is. What, I am. What do, you, what do you get for the $12, though? Uh, you can join our 15. Discord channel. That's it? $12 a year. Are you going to give yeah. me something else? Oh, $12 a year. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. Uh, uh, you also get exclusive Patreon member-only information. Okay. Like we'll tell you what our event dates are before anybody else. It's just a dollar, man. You got to build up to it. You got to build up to it. Dollar a month. That's not, that's great. That's a pretty good deal, right? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know it is a good deal. <clears throat> if you don't support us right now, I'm like, sorry. God, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> if you don't do it, I will come at hey, you. It's it's not like you're paying for a World of Warcraft account, okay? It's not fifteen dollars a month. It's just one dollar. You pay true. more just using Spotify. So just think uh, of it as like a donation to your local charity. That is Except exactly right. 
It's with video games. Shout out to all our one dollar donators because you guys you're mean overlooked. A lot to us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they really are. We appreciate you. In addition, I want to give a shout out to all the folks that came out to our event this past week. We had a uh, Fort Brewery. We had some uh, new faces. Um, I want to give a shout out to Brennan who came out and visited, hung out with us, played some Towerfall and everything. It was good to see you out there. And uh, we have our next event coming up October 25th, which will be at Hop Fusion in Fort Worth. So I will be there. If you guys are around, it's on a Thursday. It'll be fun and exciting. But let's talk about some video games, y'all. Okay. We got we to gotta jump into these video games here. Why not? Travis. Yes. I'm gonna let, since you're the guest, I'm going to give you the guest of honor. Okay. And let you start off with the game that you've been playing that we haven't ever talked about on this podcast. Good. So this is a special occasion. Well, the game I've been playing, Brett... Yes. It's very interesting. It's called Dead by Daylight. And there's been a lot of horror games that have been kind of going around lately that are like Dead by Daylight. I guess it's just recently. There's another horror game that's uh, very similar. I forget what it's called. Though. Friday the 13th. Is it Friday the 13th? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yep. Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. I think there's something else, but no, I have, I'm pretty sure there's, uh, two, there's one other. But anyway, Dead by Daylight is basically like a battle royale in horror mode. Like you get four survivors and one villain. Now, the, what you choose on the villain, there's a lot of different kinds of characters. You got Jason, you got the character from Saw, you've got uh, the pig lady from, I think she's from Saw too, I'm not sure. Uh, you got some ghost girl, and you've got a nurse that floats around and is freaky as shit. I hate the nurse, the nurse freaks me out. But um, there's a lot of different characters on the villain mm. side. Now, you have four survivors. Right. Everyone's a little different, mainly uh, what you're looking for in your survivors is either you're going to be good at running away, uh, (laughs) fixing the generators, which I'll explain in a second, healing, and other uh, like auras that you can see other players on the map. Yes. That's cool. So those are just general things. There's more to it once you get into it. I know there's only four people, like four players in the match, but is there more players to pick from than just four? Yes. Okay. Yes, there are, I think, about... I'm going to say like 15 different survivors, maybe a little less than that, maybe like 12, yeah. 12 to 15, but it's still a good amount. Now, the only thing is at the beginning when you just get the basic uh, game and not the DLCs that have come out, I think that there's about two DLCs now. Uh, if you just get the basic game, you can only have like six of the 12. So you have to get the DLCs to get the other, the other characters. I gotcha. But regardless, as to my next point, you're four survivors. You get thrown into an area that's all walled off. Uh, there's plenty of places to hide and there's uh, these hooks in the game that the villain, once he gets you, puts you on the hook because he's trying to sacrifice you to an all-powerful demon god that I don't know what it is. It's is very, it Cthulhu? It, it might be. I don't know. It's very spidery looking and it just eats oh, you as it kills cool. you. Oh, but wait. You actually see the demon? In the sky. It's something eats you. I don't know what it is, Uh-oh. but it's some that kind of like... Awful. It looks yeah. like an otherworldly like spider demon. But anyway... Um, Basically, the villain's job is to find the survivors, weaken them, and then pick them up, put them over their shoulder, take them to a hook, put them on the hook. You scream in agony as you're on the hook. And then uh, eventually, if you get hooked too many times, it's more than twice, you'll die. And on top of that, Hmm. the villain can just, if he wants, kill you. If he doesn't like you. Like, if he just like, hey, you made me run really far. Slap, you're dead. No more game for you. It's very unfair. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, so he can slow kill you or he can quick kill you? He can he can they, quick kill you. Thing, whatever. He can quick kill you. Okay. I think I think 
all of them can do it. So I've only what, seen it a couple of times. What's the difference? Why would they? The only reason that it doesn't happen often, and it's it's because that they lose what we call blood points, and blood points is basically like the experience points of the game. So if you kill somebody without sacrificing to the Almighty Demon God, um, they won't get as many points. So they they're going to try to sacrifice the survivors instead of uh, killing them just for all right because they won't get any points for it. I think they actually get a negative. Right. If I'm not mistaken, really? Wow. I think yeah. I'm not sure. I don't play the. So he, you must really have to piss this guy off. Yes, to, yes, to you do. Really, just... uh, I did it today. Uh, I was being chased by a villain, and I ran around a rock <laughs> for a while and distracted him very long. And then he just straight up said, "I don't care if I'm going to get negative points. You've caused me so much trouble, and then just killed me." So, is, yeah. <laughs> is there any like when you're playing with like just public players and stuff like that? Is there any? sense of collaboration or yes. cooperation in this? Yes. Like, do um, people actually work with you yes. to not uh, die? It depends on who is playing with you. Yeah. Uh, normally, if you're just by yourself, you're not playing with friends, it's going to be a free-for-all, like pretty much every man to himself. Hmm. Uh, every once in a while, you'll get some good players that know how to play the game, that yeah. know that uh, they'll come by, and if you're if you're injured, they'll heal you, or they'll try to stick with you so you can uh, work on the generators. Now, let me explain what the survivor's role is because I just kind of explained the villain's role. Kill everybody. Put them on hooks. Sacrifice the demon god. Okay, right. we got that. Easy. Easy part. So, the survivor's role, because they're trapped in this battle royale that's walled off from the rest of the world, uh, is to go to each generator and turn them on. And there's uh, you have to get five generators turned on. They take a very long time to turn on by yourself. It's just why you need cooperation. If you have two people working on the generator at the same time, it makes it work faster. Okay. So you can get the generator up and running quicker now the downside to the generators and this is why i think this game is extremely in the favor of the villain because the villain can tell where the generators are at so if the villain knows where the generators are at just sit there and camp it all he has to do is go to each generator on the map until he finds somebody working on a generator and then you have to and then you get into the chase mode what's the distance between like each generator uh it's not too far uh the map is medium size at best i'd say it's like more like small small medium okay kind of size smallish um it's big enough to where you can hide but it is small enough to where the villain can find you pretty quickly most of the time within the first uh 20 seconds of the game someone's already been found and put on a hook i'm not even joking and then and And then you have to go get them and they have to go get them and they can only be on the hook twice if they get on the hook any longer than that so they, so, they so they can just stay on the hook the whole game, technically? They could stay on the hook until they die because once you get on the oh, hook, okay. so your yeah. health, you have this little like sacrificial bar and it oh. shows you how close you are to being sacrificed. Dude, this is demonic. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty bad because at first you're just on the hook and then slowly as the hook is, uh, as you're going longer and longer on the hook, these uh, claw-like things start to appear around you and the closer you get to the sacrificial, they'll try to clamp down on you and you have to fight off the hooks. So you have to keep oh pressing God. you have to keep pressing space like really fast. If you if you mess up your space, they'll just kill you. So you're just sitting there pressing space, 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 until someone comes get you. And you're just like space, 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 space. Oh my god. And if you're really unlucky Wait, this is while you're on the hook? Yes, this is while you're on the hook. Oh my god. So if you're really unlucky on top of that, the villain could just be standing there watching you, waiting for you to die because they're camping you. So no one so no one So no one will come save you, yeah. So the villains sometimes are dicks in this game. It really sucks. Sometimes they won't go away. They'll just stay next to that person who's dying and then just wait for them to die. Now, the drawback for the villain, if they do that, is that the other survivors are working on the generators. So he has to decide if he wants to, if it's worth his time or not. So, yeah, it's, it's very complicated with that 
with all this. I know it's yeah, kind of that is this game buggy. No, no, it I haven't. Like I have be a buggy game with all those. Um, I have been quirks dis- and stuff. I have been disconnected. Yeah. Um, not from a game. Okay. Not, but from starting a game, like being yeah. in a lobby. But I'm pretty sure it's just because people were leaving. I don't think that was anything to be with a, a buggy game. I haven't experienced any bugs. Um, but uh, yeah, the survivors have a very low chance of actually winning, which I guess is the point of the game because it's a horror movie. Yeah. Basically a horror movie in action. Yeah. And in every horror movie, everybody dies. No one lives in horror movies. And that, so, I think that's what they tried to make with this game. They wanted to make it so freaking <laughs> difficult for you to survive yeah. that it was almost impossible to survive. So, well, how do you win? I don't understand. <coughs> survive. So basically, the only way I have won is uh, when you have a really good pairs. Like, say, uh, me and Sarah working together and then the other two working together. Um, now, there are things you can get on your character that will help you survive, such as uh, a toolbox that will help you uh, uh, fix the generator faster, a health kit that'll uh, heal the other allies quicker, or you can heal yourself with it, which is really useful if you get hit. And then uh, you can also get a flashlight, which if the uh, villain picks you up, after he just slashed you and he's trying to take you to a hook, you can shine the flashlight in his face and he'll drop you and he'll stun him for a second. So you saved a survivor from being Alan hooked. Wake. So yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. But um, the hardest thing that I have with this game is the amount of, of, of just tools that the villain has to get to you. He knows where the generators are. He can track you through your blood or uh, if you're running you'll leave scratch marks on the ground or on the trees so he can track those so he can see where you've been running it's and he can hear you if you make a loud noise i mean it's it's very hard to elude the villain even if you're very stealthy so, you can walk the entire game and you'll probably still uh have contact with him at some point so as a survivor what defenses do you have against the villain or the, the only bad guy can you shoot him no you can't do anything to him they are stronger than you there's nothing you can do you can't fight them or anything now, the only thing you can do when the villain comes up to you is run away. <laughs> slap on the face. You literally just run away. That's all you can do. Nice. Now, nice. that wouldn't be a problem if the villain wasn't faster than you. Most of the villains are faster than you. I think I think pretty much all of them oh, wait, are faster. So not only do they have all the special powers, they're faster too? Yes, they're faster than you. That's but, bullshit. So the only way to get to elude them is to run around objects or try to lose the, their line of sight so they can't see which direction you went. Now, there are things you can do when you're running to keep them from getting to you. You can uh, There's these pallets that are standing straight up like this, and once you run by the pallet, you can throw the pallet down, and it makes them so they have to destroy the pallet before they can keep chasing you. So it kind of stalls them for a second. That's nice. So, But the only problem is if you're injured, which most of the game you are because right. it's really hard not to be injured, um, you'll leave a blood trail. So you just got to keep running, and hopefully he doesn't <clears throat> catch on to the blood trail. Um <clears throat> So yeah, you 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 don't have uh, you so don't why, have much. Why, why is this fun <laughs> for you? Because this doesn't make sense to me. It's fun because it's 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 gripping. Like it makes you really concentrate and think about what you're doing, and it makes you you know it gives you a little bit of fear that's thrown in the mix, and it makes it exciting because you're just like oh shit oh shit he's gonna find me oh shit, oh shit he sees me and then, like a musical key will start blaring up and it's like scary music like he's chasing huh. chasing music yeah he's yeah. like oh fuck oh fuck he's behind me like uh for a good example um one of the first games i played with sarah was uh 
uh, Jason music, you know, uh, of the uh, Friday the 13th music. Yeah. Do, 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 That will play when Jason's getting close to you. Oh, God. And then if he's chasing you, it's even louder. And it's so just, this game has Jason in it, too. Yes. I'm, I'm curious to see what, because I was looking at reviews online. Dead by Daylight has better reviews oh. than Friday the 13th. No, yeah. But this game like, has a cold But I feel like Friday the 13th like got bigger like press coverage mm-hmm. overall. Oh, yeah. I mean, like Dead by Daylight had its like namesake. Like I remember like two... Quakons ago or whatever, like it was a big deal. Yeah, and then Friday the Thirteenth came out, and everybody was like, "Oh, this game is so good," and they're playing it forever and stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of forgot off. about yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't realize it had the same same thing. But yeah, yeah, it sounds like this is a better game. <clears throat> well, I know people stream it all the time. Like, yeah. I, I saw so many people streaming it and loving it. I was like, "All right, I'll get it." And I got it on a Steam sale, so I jumped into a match. And then I was utterly obliterated in like two seconds. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this that, game. That, that's pretty much I'm every not game. not playing this game. <laughs> well, shit, maybe we should well, all I play did. it. Let's get a four-person four squad. Well, see, that'd be better like, because... Wreak havoc. No, we right. won't wreak any havoc, Brett. We will be running for our lives the entire time. Oh. Well, I just need... I just need <laughs> well, let's make anime, like videos of ourselves running from our lives every I, time. I jumped into this game not knowing what I was doing. And so it'd be nice to like have, since you've played it so long, to have someone kind of teach me the ropes. Yeah, I can just teach so I can you. survive longer. You'll die. Seconds. I'm yeah. going to die. Pro- I might die first. It just it just depends on how good the villain is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, he can teach oh, no, you how to die. Yeah. No, have you ever uh, had a villain that's like just really shitty? Where yes, you just yes. That win? has happened a couple times. And we have actually gotten out of uh, the area, which, by the way, let me tell you what happens when all the... Uh, uh, shit, I just forgot what I was, was going to say. Everybody gets away. The, uh, Survivors get away. No, no, no. That's, I'm just thinking breakers for some reason. Why am I thinking the breakers? Generators. generators. Jesus Christ. The breakers. Okay, I lost the word. The breakers. This is so once you turn on... Jurassic fi- Park. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> once you turn on five generators, you'll be given the option to open the doors. There's two exits that you can open with the doors. Now... So there's a 50-50% chance that the villain will find you as you're trying to open a door to exit. And it, they can actually kill you before you exit. It's really fucking shitty. But it does happen. It's happened So will they me. lose all the points or they kill you immediately? No. Oh. No, they'll, they'll not like kill you, kill you, but they'll like stop you from leaving and then they'll uh, take you. And, I got you. Know, you. Like, I got you. And then you, you just die anyway. So one person will get taken, basically? Because he can't take all of You can only take one person at a time. All right. So if you have doors open and there's four people, someone's getting out. Someone is going to make it. At least one. At least one. That's all that matters. Most likely three. At least three. I would all think right. three. But anyway. So how how would you, uh, if you could give this a rating, dig, ditch, or delay, what would you say? For people out there Steam that sell are or buy right now. Um, I would give it a, I would give it a dig. Um, and, and that's just because if you like, uh, it's basically a co-op game. Uh, if you like playing with your friends on on stuff like this, it's it's a lot of fun. Especially, there's also a mode where you can play as your as the killer, okay, and kill your friends. So you can start. Uh, you can yeah. You can kill your friends. It, it literally says uh, play as the. I think it's like play as a killer or kill your friends. And you can you can click, click kill your friends, start a lobby, and you can be the killer, and then you can invite your friends to get killed by you. <laughs> it's really fucked up. This is but, some weird shit. Yeah, but it's That's it's awesome. a lot of fun. Actually, we played a we played a full match with uh, with Landry and some guys from work, and it was a lot of fun because they took turns being the villain, and it was just they 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 just started playing and they were still killing us. They had <laughs> it didn't matter that the villain is so overpowered. It's like it doesn't matter. So the fun is really the, the victory. The fun is just in the moment. Surviving is yeah. is seeing how long you can survive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can win. You it's you can win, but it is it's not going to happen that often. It's yeah. like maybe one out of every 15 to 20 games. Wow. So, yeah. 
All right. Well, Dead by Daylight. Unless you're just Check really freaking out. out. Maybe we just suck. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I, we, so at our last event that we had, we played uh, Towerfall. And Towerfall is a game that came out originally back in 2013 that released on the Ouya. And uh, it eventually found its way to actual consoles because the Ouya died and fell apart. But Poor we Ouya. wanted to feature this at our event because it just came out on the Switch last week. We're like, perfect. This is a good game for the Switch. And uh, I never played this game. I didn't know anything about it, but I knew that a lot of people talked about how awesome it was in a cooperative experience. And damn, are they right. I had a blast playing that game last night. <laughs> like, it is so good. It's, I was watching you play, but I, I, I still don't understand what the game is about. But. So it's basically, <laughs> it's, uh, it's one-shot kill, and everybody's an archer. So you have uh-huh. arrows that you use to shoot at the other players. So you move around with your left stick. You use the uh, right stick to like aim and use like to like point where you're going to shoot. And you press X to shoot off the arrow. Mm-hmm. And then as you're running around, you can also, there's some uh, Celeste, because this is from the creators of Celeste. Um, this was their first game, actually. So there are mechanics that I can tell that they took yeah. the idea of oh, yeah. and carried over into Celeste because you can jump and then use a dash to like get higher and then clean the walls and hold on them for a little bit, much like you can in Celeste. So you can use that to your advantage to like traverse the, hmm. the arena that you're in. And then there's a couple of features in here that are really interesting that make it like incredibly complicated and oh, yeah. strategic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that there are sections on the side of the map that are just like, there's no walls there. It's an opening. And what that does is if you go to the left side of the map, you then come out on the right side of the map. So you can just like teleport from one side to the other. Or if you like jump up through the top of the map, you can come up from the bottom or vice versa. And so you can like drop down below and just create a loop of you dropping in. So what's clever is like if you're down at the bottom and you see a guy up top and he's just like filling around with some treasure or whatever, I can drop down the hole, come up above him, just like shoot my arrow down. He doesn't know what happened. He's like dead. (laughs) And I got like so many surprise attacks by doing that because they weren't paying attention to me down at the bottom. Yeah, right. And uh, so you can that's one of the strategic maneuvers you can do. You can also go in there. They have different types of uh, like arch- ar- archery um, arrows that you can pick up. So they have like a flaming arrow that you can use. It'll like, I don't know if it catches them on fire, it just injures them faster or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they have one that will like break through uh, like floors and stuff like that, break through rock. So you can like penetrate through things. Um, they have platforms that'll let you bounce up and down. Um, the terrain itself, certain maps will actually transition as you're playing it, so you're playing a little bit of it, and then it like moves you down into another part of a map as you're playing through it. Hmm. So there's a lot of diversity in like how the the level. It's both challenging in the gameplay and challenging in the way the environment interacts with you. Kind of like how Overcooked operates. That they totally like let you. You know, you are affected by the fact that there's this little freaking little boat ship thingy that's coming over here, and it like messes you up, and you can't throw your food across the way. Right, right, right. Same deal with this. But uh, everything's like one hit kill. So once you hit somebody, they're dead. Unless you start dying a lot, they give you a little boost and they give you a shield so that it's then two hits to kill somebody, which is really nice. And then you have... But then you're losing. But then you're losing. (laughs) But then it helps you catch up. So like I've come back because I was like two and then came back to winning the game because of the fact that I had the shield for like a couple rounds that gave me a little bit of advantage and was able to come back (laughs) and catch up with them. And uh, and you get in in a... in a funk, you know, where you're just 
you know, going crazy and everything, like you have limited arrows. Mm -hmm. So you start with three, but you can pick up other players' arrows. So once you shoot an arrow, it gets stuck in the wall or stuck in the ground or whatever. Right. So you can pick them up and collect more than three that, arrows. That was the hardest thing to bodies. like to, to realize because I was like, wait, amount of arrows. Like, what yeah. do I do? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Got to pick them up and yeah. reload. That's not a lot yeah. of arrows. <laughs> but I like it how you can actually jump on people and kill them. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that what was the cool. fuck? Kind of like little Mario. You can like drop on yeah. and stuff like that. There's some Mario in there. And I think if you dash at the arrow as it's coming for you, it's like it becomes a dodge where yes. it stops oh, the arrow uh, and then you can pick up the arrow from your enemy that's trying to kill you. And both people shoot arrows at the same time at the same point. Yeah. They knock off each other. And yeah. I was like, that's yeah. a nice little touch. Yeah. So just going like... You know. There's a lot of really cool little physics mechanics to this game that really impressed me. Like, there's way more in depth than I expected it to be. And um, we played like six or seven matches and stuff. And I was like, this is this is a blast. Like, everybody was having a good time. Right, right. So it's a lot of fun. I was because this is very comparative to Mystic Melee. Yeah, which is any game we've played, having our events. We did a podcast on it several podcasts ago, and I think I actually enjoy Mystic Melee better than this game. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously, the mechanics are a little different, but overall, like, I like that Mystic Melee has powers and you have health. And, I mean, you could do a lot more, like, a lot of the jumping and stuff, like, like you can in, in Towerfall, but with Mystic Melee, like, there's more of, like, a battle going on. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you have health. You don't just die instantly. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think it makes for a good time when you're playing on Towerfall, but I think it's more competitive when you have health and then, yeah. like... Shit, I'm down to my last health. Like, is is this person gonna die or lose? You yeah, know? or die or win? Yeah, and it's definitely longer based matches because this is similar to like duck game or whatever. Where like that, it's also one hit kill. So right, the right. matches move like super fast. And you're yeah. just like whipping through those things really quick. Yeah, and you know some people like that, some people don't. Um, I didn't like it at first, but then as I got into playing it, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Because you can get through really quick. And then they show you an instant replay at the end of it, so you can see how you died. I love that. So That's really cool. That that was like pissing me <laughs> off. I was like. How the hell did that happen? Oh I look god, at them, those like, those oh. instant replays. I mean, you have so much hope that they're cheating when you when you watch them, <laughs> and then you realize, oh, they, no, they they fucking shot me. Yeah, uh, they killed you. <laughs> Dead. How yeah. did he? Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we were playing. I was playing against uh, a, a new face that came out to our events, and and we were doing uh, the final standoff because we yeah. made him tied, and I jumped just to get a little closer, but he was already shooting at me. So we had this little pillar in front of us. So he jumped up and went, good, good. And then one of those things hit me. And it was just like, oh, he won. <laughs> he won. I was like, damn it. Took you down. I should have won. Took you down. I play video games. But uh, I think Tower Fall is definitely a dig, though. It's a, it's a good game. It's definitely something that, I mean, you don't buy it unless you have friends to play with that are going to come over and hang out. Because mm -hmm. I don't think there was any online component that I could see. But there was. Uh, it's definitely a blast to play couch co-op with your friends. And um, it's awesome. It's a four four player battle royale, basically. Nice. How much is it? Uh, twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. Damn. Yeah. Um, and they have Towerfall Ascension on everything, which comes with some DLC, so some additional skin characters and additional levels and things like that. So it's really cool. But hmm. I was impressed. And with that, that's gonna wrap it up for the games we played this week. Don't forget, if you like what you hear, head on over to theinnergamer.net and click donate con to contribute. We are going to take a quick break and come back with our video game news. Video game news for video games. From around the world. No, just America. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. It is time for...
time for our video game news. In this segment, we share the best headlines from the week in the gaming industry. First up, we have some news coming out of 2019. Nintendo Switch may be bringing out a revision next year, according to it. a report I from it. GameSpot. Actually, the Wall Street jour- Journal. So, journal. Journal. is it like a new console altogether, or no. is it like the no. same console just made it like prettier? Just probably prettier, better everything. They're yeah, still I'm not trying buying to figure that. Out what hardware <laughs> it'll be and weighing the features, but they might be working on one. For all the people who are telling me they're not going to release a new console, this is just going to be the same thing over and over for for the next, I don't know how many years, until they decide to make a new console. I told you so. I freaking told you so. Who doubted you? I guarantee you. Name their names. I will not name their names. Name Name their names. names. The Twitter peoples. The Twitter peoples. Call Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) The king of the Twitter. I, th- uh, I think uh, it's going to be an XL. Come on. It's going to be a bigger screen. It's going to have 1080 screen. It's going to have more uh, uh, memory inside or storage and stuff. And I think it's definitely going to have more storage. I think it's definitely going to be. That's totally a reason to buy a sturdier $400 console. I think that'll be nice. <laughs> I think it's going to have analog sticks that people want, oh. not digital. That would be cool. Analog. Yeah, that'd be yes. cool. And then I don't know about the screen, though. I think the screen size is really good. I do too. Yes, that's I what do I too. said until the uh, but maybe, 6 Plus and the 7 Plus came out. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Well, maybe they'll like shorten that little band they have around the actual that screen. That would be nice. And so edge it's more of a... Yeah. I want an edge to Oh, that would be, be awesome. That would be it right there. An ISP screen, 720 edge screen. Edge. <laughs> or IPS. IPS. Yes. ISP. That's I, great. I, what is it? What is it, Brett? IPS. It's IPS. I, IPS, I think. Yeah. I'm still not buying one. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't bought a Switch yet, man. Who's no. What, who are you? You miss are you I don't like Mario Switch. It's I don't a, play it's, those it's, games it's anymore. It's the best console that's ever been made. Uh, no, it's not. Yes. PlayStation 4 is the best console that's ever been made. It's the best console ever been made. No, it's not. It's a portable console. It's a portable console. That's I don't care that it's portable. I get it to doesn't play games. have the same amount of graphics output as the PlayStation 4. It's okay. Travis, let me tell you a story. Or the cool games. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had to put my TV on a little roller stand because when I had to take a shit, I wanted the TV to come with me so I could play my games. No, you did I don't have to do that anymore. You know I what? I totally, I totally believe you, and that it's stupid. <laughs> you should have just taken a shit and got it over with and then played your video game. No, you didn't have to put it on a rolly chair. It was, it was Halo 2, and I could not leave that match. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I actually had it on a rolly thing, but I never moved it. But I mean, if I did, I'd be so happy. <laughs> This could be... They could have a testimonial like a... Your rolly shit, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's fascinating. Just it's so fascinating. I've learned so much about Austin and I. I know, yeah. Yes. Everyone has. A rolly stick. Everyone's welcome. Oh, my gosh. Um, anyway. Let's we've sold so the- many. We just can't sell this guy on, on the no. Switch. Yeah, I know. It's okay. In Everyone we come across like, oh, when I want to get Smash Switch Brothers, now. When Super Smash comes out, I don't have- everybody's playing except for him. There's will be sad. There's no game on the Switch that has come close to like interesting me. Dude. Not even close. Like the only Mario game Odyssey. that's kind of interesting is the Zelda game. Celeste is really good. And even Zelda, I was kind of like I-, I couldn't get into it. I don't know why. Everything's really good. I just so. don't understand. Oh, maybe it's because your weapons would be destroyed after a certain other uses. That pissed no, that me off pissed to know. That pissed me off so much I was like, I'm not gonna play this game. Hey, Fuck you that. could throw your sword. What? Yeah, you can be like, huh. <laughs> far away. And be like, yeah, take that. And then you then you're swordless. And you have to like <laughs> Yeah. Run, run away. No, no, I want I want my durability to be either repaired 
or like See, last that would have been, been nice. Repairing would have been nice. Repairing would have been great, but they so didn't even have on. that. <laughs> Sorry. So Assassin's <laughs> Creed Odyssey is coming killed out. It, killed everything for and, me. And uh, it is a game in which you can level up now. Previously, Assassin's Creed, before Origins, was a game in which you didn't have a level. You just like played the game and got a little bit better as time went on as you learned new combos and things like that. Well, now there's an actual level. So when you are level four and you're going up against level seven, it's going to be significantly harder than if you were level seven going against level seven. So that's the case of the game. You level up as you play through the game. And as you get further into the game, it gets harder and harder to level up, as it would. And uh, you start getting to the point where you need to do a little bit of grinding. If you want to, like, get through a quest mission or whatever, you might be like, well, I want to go do these little missions over here, these little side quests to get more experience points so I can level up. So that's that. But then after a while of grinding, like it could take you forever. Like literally like there was somebody in this article I'm reading on Polygon. I think they said they took like five or six hours to get from six hours to go from 15 to 17. Oh, that is ridiculous. Six hours. And there's like 30 of some levels in this game at least. Oh my God. So, but, but wait, there's a fix for that. In the game, you can get experience boost packs. Oh, for f- microtransactions? Help you, help you increase your XP by 50%. Oh, now, my as God. Playing, as you're playing the game, <laughs> you do get uh, points that can be used to unlock this. Burn it. But I'm not you, buying. But Burn when it. you buy that thing with the points you unlock by Burn playing it. the game, that experience boost is only temporary, right? But if you pay actual money, that experience boost is permanent. So then you get 50% permanent experience boost points. So if you want to get something that's 50% increase on XP for everything that you do in the game, guess how much it costs? $20. No. 10. 60. Whole other game. 10. 9.99. You paid 10 bucks extra to get 50% increase in experience points throughout for, the game. Forever. Forever. That's stupid. Okay, what does it cost? Why don't they just make uh, a game that works instead of like make a broken like game that costs more money? Like experience points. Yeah. Generation? Like, yeah. you know, that'd be nice. Like quests that give you more experience points. So you don't have to worry about grinding so much. No, 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 no. no, no. no let's not do that. Let's, let's just make a fucking microtransaction system where you have to buy it or you're going to take forever to level up. Yep. So yeah, they, they did. The, they did the same thing with Dreadnought. Dreadnought used to be a great game, and they messed it up. Yeah, what happened to Dreadnought? It's still going, but it's, still it's going? yeah, it's, it's still going, but it's it's, it's shitty. R.I.P. So the caveat that I had with Origins was there's so much to do in that, and that's great. Like if you want to go out and do a side quest and stuff, but it was more like these one and done things. Like what the, <laughs> what I like about Skyrim is that the side quests are like their own main quests, and they're actually I feel like some of those side quests are better than the main quests. Mm-hmm. And so having stuff like this where it's like, well, I need to grind. Well, let me go find a really badass side quest that's going to like end somewhere really epic with this really good grand story, which can be done that doesn't overshadow the main story. I mean, call, call it a day. It can't, it can't be too hard. It's no, not. but let's just... But this is like typical Ubisoft EA stuff. Like here is a cheat to get through the game and we're going to charge you for it. Yeah. It's all about money. Honestly, this is stupid. This is this is this is beyond infuriating. This makes me not want to buy this game. I'm not. If gonna it's going to make game. me take me six hours just to grind to get to no, like no. two levels, why would I play this game? I'm not going to buy this. Grinding game. could be fun or it could be a chore, and this just sounds like a chore. No, that that 
That's not a that's not a game anymore. It's just a. And I was thinking about buying pre-ordering this game and probably paying system. a little more, more just to get it a few yeah. days earlier, which is I'm fine with doing that. But to do this, this is too much. This is way too much. No, I it, I, I, I I just no. No, they 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 pushed Assassin's Creed too too far in the beginning. I mean, it's had too many games. Okay, I'm an Assassin's Creed fan, and I know I knew when to quit. Yeah, like apparently it's bad. Like people are have are renewed interest with it now. Like it's this like people have been saying like if it wasn't for Red Dead coming out this year <laughs> and uh, Gears or not Gears of War, um, God of War, that this could be a game of the year contender. Like it's that good. So people are really enjoying mm. it despite that, but it definitely does have that grind. And if you don't like that grind, see that's what the last one had too. It. And it was like okay, I'll grind a little bit. It's fine. You know, you get some cool stuff for rewards, but and in the day, it's like Spider-Man's grinding isn't really grinding, right? It's like it's along the way, you know, and it's like thirty seconds to like five this minutes map at the is most. Huge in this right. Assassin's Creed game, right? I'm like and shit. like if it, this is like the last one, you have pot like regions that you can complete things in. So it's like if you are that completionist, you can spend days in one region just to find everything and do everything, you know. And like that map in Origins was gigantic gigantic like that is one of the biggest maps i've ever seen in my gaming career bigger than the witcher yeah oh that's terrifying oh yeah it is big i would i would just gamble to say it's either one third more like bigger oh. than the witcher to even two times the size of the Witcher. oh my god yeah that's a it's big gigantic map. Because at least on The Witcher, like I feel like I can run around anywhere and get, but is get it, there pretty quick. Is it an empty space with no oh, content? No, 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 no. It's packed with stuff. Hmm. Yeah, no. It's it's one of the reasons why I enjoyed it because the world was so like developed. Hmm. So, and that's what I was hoping with this one. Anyway, we spent too much time on this topic. <clears throat> I don't. Yes. I, I, I delay. So I, I still so got a review. Story it, we so. have is on a uh, Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford. Uh, Speaking he, of money. Uh, he and his wife, Christy Pitchford, uh, were really busy three years ago, four years ago, back in 2014. And uh, they were looking for a personal assistant to help them manage their lives, particularly their financials and things of that nature. So during that time, he was a CEO of Borderlands, you know, building Gearbox software. And uh, his wife manages the Cafe Nerdvana in Dallas, Texas. And uh, they hired this guy, John Martin, about $45,000 a year to basically help them manage their lives. During that time, he was uh, living quite a lavish lifestyle, you know, like wearing designer clothing and going to luxurious parties and all this good stuff. It wasn't until later in 2017 that they discovered that um, they were missing some money from one of the holding accounts for Nirvana. And then later they find out that he actually was stealing money from them throughout this entire time he was working for them, which seems to be upwards of three million dollars over the course of four years so he's going to court (laughs) so (laughs) yes yes, he's probably going to court so at the time when they hired him they were like super busy so they felt like this was a good i mean like granted they realized and admitted that they were a little bit not paying attention to what was going on they just needed somebody to help them and then this guy was going to step in and take care of it and little, little little things like discrepancies and things like that weren't really that important. But over time, they uh, started to catch more and more, and then it got to the point to where it was just uh, too much. And uh, then now they're going to, uh, you know, take them to 
court in some capacity. Wow. Um, like they even found on there that he had uh, done some, um, uh, got a chartered private jet to Florida to party with his friends. <laughs> and Randy Pitchford was like, I've never flown on a private plane in my life. But they used his money because they also gave him the ability. So he had access to their bank accounts for Nirvana and stuff like that. So he was just pulling money out, little little pieces here and there in the midst of big transactions and like spending it on shit. So it goes to show you can't trust anybody. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Just kidding. Yep. <laughs> I trust y'all. <clears throat> That's good. Well, I don't trust anybody. I'm no. just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't trust you, Brett. Well, <sighs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, y'all. It's coming out like literally within uh, three weeks. Uh, and, uh, they a new gameplay trailer that shows off the heist and other dangerous things within the game. They show off more on the Deadeye system, which has tiered leveling as you play through the game to where it will like let you target, you paint targets. Eventually, it'll show you like the vulnerable points of a target, things of that nature. You can do bank heists. You can do plain Jane heists. You can go rob people. You can do this. You can do that. Burglarize things. You can play poker. You can play all kinds of games. A little thing game where you like have your hands out. You're using your knife to like try and stab yourself and not stab yourself. There's all kinds of shit. You want to play? Yes. yes, dude. This is, no. this is typical <laughs> typical rock star like having all these little side things to do, which is fine. Like I I, I know people enjoy this stuff. Were you guys pumped about this for this trailer? Like after after watching the trailer, I I'm pretty excited about it. Honestly, it looks uh, it looks really interesting. Like it seems like there's a lot you can do in it, and if you can do all that with your friends, yes, very yeah. pumped for it. If you can do all those things that they showed in that trailer with your friends, like ba- like especially like train robberies with your friends, that'd be fucking amazing. That'd be really. No, I'd be totally down for that. Oh, that's totally gonna carry over once they bring out Reddit online. It's still going to carry over. Yeah. I guarantee it. It's so, good. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited for that. I mean, I, I I, I, know, I think you mentioned this last night, Austin, what we were talking about, or no, I don't know if it was you or if it was Sarah, Travis's girlfriend. They were talking about how... Um, wife. Wife, sorry. Uh, Travis's <laughs> wife talking about how uh, that this, this trailer was awesome, but that there was no um, thrill necessarily after the end of it. And like... After watching it a second time, I kind of can agree with that in a way because, like, it's really awesome. Like, I love everything that's in here, but I feel like half the stuff I'm going to do, like, once and then not do it again. Right. Now, granted, the train heist and the bank robberies, like, hell yeah, like, count me in. Um, but when it comes to, like, poker and those little smaller things, gambling and well, yeah, th- and I mean, stuff, those I'm are things you that. can you can try and yeah. just... But you will probably will never do it again. I agree. Yeah, because there's there's a lot of games that incorporate stuff like that, and you only do it once. Yeah, but it's just like, nice to see that they have that there because it shows that they put in extra content. Yeah. They put in the extra work. You can choose to debate, put, yeah, or not. It's <laughs> great. So I'll probably be the weird one here, and I'm just I'm like, be dirty. I am not impressed by this trailer. It's like this this is stuff I could expect for it to be in the game, but still, like I've been waiting. For that story, like hard driven story drop about like this is who your character is. This is why he's doing what he's doing. This is what he hopes to gain. And it's like we haven't got that. It's just like here's the world. Here's the gameplay. That's fine. Like I have no problem with that. This game looks fun. There's but here's a huge the thing. breathing world in it. It's not about the story. It's about the story that you create. <sighs> so you don't know the story until you make that story, <laughs> Austin Morales. You are Arthur Morgan, not anybody yeah. else. I. 
don't because like the that. decisions that you make in the game that's will like me affect the that, output that, that, that is that is PUBG game. like the, the the things that I make in PUBG are because of me right and hanging that's out with you guys not the same thing okay Vermintide those those things that happen in Vermintide we're talking Detroit become human style of choice what Detroit become human style of choice I don't understand that's what you have in this game the choices you make in this game will have lasting we'll live impacts. On. Well, that's cool. Like, yeah, I get that. But those are just like those, so ha- those haven't been put in context no of story. like the main story. Yeah, main story is just in a gang and you're traveling around. You're like trying to like fight crime and shit. Like Which that. means uh, that this main storyline might be shit, but we don't know yet. We don't, and that's why I'm like, but, this is all good and all, but the, still, the thing that hasn't really like when I saw God of War, I was like, by yeah. God, I am ready for this game. Yeah, I haven't got that yet. It I'm ready a, for it this is game. It's interesting the approach that they're taking because yeah. they've they've done a lot of like, here's how big of an open sandbox of awesomeness this is going to be, mm-hmm. but they really haven't pushed heavily on story. They've shown right. the world that you're in, which is gorgeous. They've shown everything, but you, I I can see where you're coming from in the sense that the thing that gripped me the most, more than anything about Red Dead Redemption One, is that story. That yeah. story was so yeah. so so right. good, and. I'm hoping that they do deliver on that with this one because if they don't, uh, it's a little <clears> concerning. <throat> but I think they will. Like it's Rockstar. Well, the cool thing it. is that we might go into this not knowing anything, which yeah. would, might be kind of cool. Be and then, like as it progresses, this is like one of the better stories. Like, and that could help itself. Maybe that's like, the point. Beat God of War. Yeah. Honestly, they're trying to not do like a year. Spider-Man. You know, they're just like keeping it kind of like mom's yeah. a word. But and there's revealing. a lot of stuff in the trailer that happens in Spider-Man that's like amazing. Yeah, that you don't yeah. know about. Oh really? Yeah, son of a bitch. You got it. You got to play that. That's a good game. Gosh, Ugh. you need to play Spider. We'll see. I will never play Spider. Why Spider-Man? don't you like? I Spider-Man? don't like Spider Man. Who are you? A person who doesn't like Spider Man. Well, that's not good enough. That's not a good enough story, Travis. <laughs> I don't need a story. <laughs> microtransaction. <laughs> That'll be ten dollars. There's no microtransactions in this game. Uh, Spider Man. Great. <laughs> well, yeah, it's because it's a good game, and they actually care about their oh, okay. their All work. Right. All right, good. Next story. So, speaking of <laughs> what may be good games and maybe not good games, because this game developer now has microtransactions in all their games. Uh, Bungie has filed a trademark for a new project, according to Game Informer. Uh, they have filed a trademark for something called "quote unquote" matter. Oh God! No details have been released. Leaked oh, about sweet this mother of Jesus! Because it doesn't what matter. It? <laughs> it falls under. <laughs> what are they? What, do, what are they doing? What are they trying to do? It falls under two categories: computer game software and online entertainment services. So that sounds pretty similar to what Destiny already is. Uh, and then there's a logo that's possibly a placeholder for the trademark, in which it actually has some type treatment to it, and it's got a splash of paint in the background or like an explosion. So maybe it's like a paintball in the future. Our rage. Or rage, yeah. I'm yeah, thinking this is going to be some kind of stupid punk techno. That'd be kind of game. sweet, actually. I love that. I'd be all over. I that hate shit. that shit so much. I hate that shit so much. The only thing can, he likes is Dragon Age. Can, yes, okay. I love Dragon Nothing's Age. Changed. <laughs> Nothing's changed. I, yeah. Can I end with this on this note for this article? Uh, yeah. At least it's something else we can burn. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. a joke. Probably a lot of people but don't know what we're talking about. Will it matter? Ah, it will for us. Now they'll still make more. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next story we have is uh, Fortnite. Obviously, there's no question about it. Season six is launched. It is a huge game. Everybody's playing it. It is taking over the world so much so that it has now been made fun of on Saturday Night Live. 
And uh, you know when it reaches Saturday Night Live, that oh, it's man. like a big, like it's everybody talks about it. So in Saturday Night Live, they have a scene in which Adam Driver, the guy that plays Kylo Ren in, in uh, Star Wars, is um, playing a clueless and insecure 40-year-old divorcee trying to be hip in Fortnite. So he's playing with these two young kids, one's 16 and one's like 14 or 15 or whatever, and they're on voice chat. And he's like, how do I play this? And the way he's like holding the controller is really stupid and silly. And meanwhile, like they have, it looks like it's you're, they're watching a stream. So you have the three cams on the left side, and then you have the game on the right side. But the game is like real life of people dressed up as Fortnite characters oh acting like the characters inside the game. So whenever he's trying to do stuff, like you have his character who is this blonde guy that has a, a big, huge axe, like standing up against a wall, walking forward and can't get through the wall because he's like, why can't I move forward? Because there's a freaking wall in front of you. And that's why. Yes. And uh, it's hilarious and totally worth watching. It's like five, six minutes long. And um, yeah. So Fortnite is so big that it's reached Saturday Night Live <laughs> skit status. I watch it right now. It's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is terrible. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Saturday Night Live, Fortnite. Get it now. Never. I know. Uh, this next story, I am, like, super, super, super stoked to talk about this. So we talked about Oculus Quest last week that was announced at the Oculus uh, event, which is a standalone uh strapless, disconnected from computer, independent headset that's got 1440 resolution per eye kind of thing. And it's really awesome, and it's the exact same price as Oculus Rift, right? So we have that. So there was a demo that took place there in which they had a 4,000-square-foot arena set up for the Oculus Quest, playing the Old West shooting game Dead and Buried. Now, this game came out when the Oculus Touch controllers came out, and I played this game, and I had a freaking blast in this game because it's four-player co-op so when you're inside this world like there was a part where you're like up against it you're in this little like square and you're fighting off waves of alien not aliens like little ghouls and monsters that are coming after you in this like right. western town right but you can look to your left and your right and there's other players human players that are in there and you can talk to them through the headset and see them move wave at them and all that stuff and interact with them it's the coolest thing i've ever experienced in vr so that game's awesome but what they've done with the Oculus Quest is they built this 4,000 square foot arena where you can actually literally be in an arena and they have like a whole entire setup where it's two sides and people are fighting against each other. Freedom of movement is completely there. You can move around all you want, crouch, stand up, dodge, walk across the room if you want to. All there it exists. Obviously, there's some like little bugs and glitches and right, things right. here and there. But so this this is what I've been virtual for, world. It's badass. This, this is what I've been aiming like. This is what VR is needed for a while. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. VR would be better in like an arcade arena where you can throw this thing on, you know, in a laser tag type, you know, setup. And I think people will really dig it. You know, I think yep. people will really want it. Like, put these at South by. Put these at gaming events for people. Like, maybe even charge like five bucks to come in there. Like, I don't know. Like. This is this is where VR will thrive and it'll get out there more. Even though I don't think a lot of people are going to buy it right now, like even with the four hundred dollars price tag, if you if you don't have a headset, you might want to pick it up. But if you already have a headset, you might not really care like I do. Like this right. is yeah, I've already got one. It's it's it's, it's, it's great fine. that it's untethered and stuff. And this this is yet another big leap for VR. But this is something that you can't just like this kind of experience you can't bring home. And it sucks. Yeah. So there needs to be a place that you can go and experience something like this. Yep. Limited to an arcade setting. 
Yeah. Yeah, because you get the Oculus Quest by itself, it doesn't have you can't have spatial movement around. You can like stand still, but it doesn't let you like move around the world because it doesn't have the tracking sensors. This thing uses like I think they said they had like fifteen or so sensors that are fifteen hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, it requires dozens of I, them to set up in the room in order for it to do this type of technology. I'm I'm really glad I got the HTC Vive because um, that Oculus Rift man it made me sick. Like super sick because you had to, you know, you were sitting down, but you were moving in all directions with a controller. Uh, and it yeah, was yeah. just, it was painful. I yeah. couldn't play it for more than like 10, 10 minutes. Well, they, they're better now because they added more, <clears throat> more sensors to it. Yeah. You but I mean, if you just like the HD Survive now. Oh, that's good. As long as they can do that, that's right, fine. Right. Because once you don't, if you don't have those motion sensors and well, your body's not moving to where you're looking, you're going to get sick yeah, really easily. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's and I've been a gamer now. all my life. So, if that makes me sick, then <laughs> there's an issue. There's an issue. <laughs> there's a problem with that. Dad um, used to get sick playing a Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, um, it's like, how right. are you getting motion sickness off of a Game Boy Color? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're in the car, I can see that. No, he was just sitting there playing with me. He's like, oh, I can't gosh. do this anymore. It's making me sick. I'm like, uh, okay, too well, much. I think he lied to you. <laughs> He's like, I just don't want to play he anymore. He probably just right. didn't want to play anymore. He's just like, fuck this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last story we have is uh, PSX 2018. I hope you guys are excited for it in December. Well, it's not going to happen anymore. Sorry. So, yeah, PSX, PlayStation's uh, experience conference that they usually have in December, they have decided they are not going to do it. Um, reason unbeknownst to me, but I'm assuming it's because they don't have a whole lot of games to show off. And then last year, PSX did not get as well of a, um, uh, they didn't like it as much as previous years because they did like a whole like casual, let's sit down and have panel discussion kind of event. Mm. And it wasn't very good. So, um, this year they're not doing it. And I I think think that's good. Yeah, I mean, I think they shot themselves in the foot. I think PSX is good to have. I mean, it's a place you can go and like meet up with fellow Sony, you know, enthusiasts and stuff it's, like that. It's kind of weird to me. Why would you not have it? Well, this well, this they shot themselves in the foot because they have all these games lined up, but the the way the release windows aren't, I don't want to say quick enough, but like the way they have them spread out and the way they want them to develop want to develop them. Isn't working with this, at least for me. For me, it seems like because we think about all the games that are coming out, like they've already shown too much, yeah. Or like they're about to release next year, and you don't want to overshadow that with new games that are coming out because people are gonna. It's not gonna lose interest, but there's like too much right now. There's yeah. a lot on Sony's plate, really. If you think yeah. about it, with God of War this year, which is why it's the best console. Exactly. That's great. Exactly. <laughs> but no, so they. <laughs> I got you to say it. So in 2016, <laughs> I mean, they had. They had a uh, Death Stranding, Spider Man, Days Gone, God of War, like tons of stuff that they can announce. Twenty seventeen, all they had was, uh, um, well, not a whole lot. They had Concrete Genie, they showed Medieval's remake. Um, they did a few other little things here and there, but there wasn't a lot. And even last year, they also announced um, uh, Uncharted: Lost Legacy, or in twenty sixteen. So like, there was a lot of things that they were able to drop, and I think this year. PSX is probably or PlayStation is probably like, okay, well, 
we have already shown a shit ton of stuff from the four properties that we have actively going right now. Right, right. We got Death Stranding. We have Shadows of or Ghosts of Tsushima. We got Death Stranding. We have Got a Word just came out. Spider Man that just came out, and then Last of Us. Like we've already shown Huge enough of that. Trash. Let's just yeah. wait yeah. and hold off till next year. So, which I wish there was more. I I don't know. I don't know what the best course of action would have been to like try to spread this out where you have something for PlayStation fans to come to. Like. I think this is. I yeah, think it's big like to EA have play it. Play kind of event. Yeah, like either put that in EA, like or put that back to E3. You know, have it, it there. Be, it would be cool if they did like or, a pack style thing for PlayStation. Yes, yes, or like do what do what Nintendo's doing, where they have the Nintendo Direct every month, and like here are a bunch of indie games about to drop. Why That'd not cool. do that for indie games on the PlayStation? That would be cool. They don't do that. I mean, they do, but like it's not. This big. They do as, a blog as, drop, but yeah. they don't do any like it's not, big, like any announcement like, or thing. What Nintendo's doing is like perfection. Yeah, like it gets me hyped every Again, time. That console is perfect. Perfect. That <laughs> pl- that company is perfect. Their games are perfect. Like uh, everything about Nintendo is perfect. Yeah, I won't go that far. I just want to. They're hear doing good things. I try to convince him to get a Switch. Oh, he's oh, not. Yeah. Travis not a big indie game guy. Anyway, no. I think it's not good, but then at the same time, I don't think it's bad. Yeah. I, I would hate them to stretch us thin content-wise with stuff we don't need to know and then like put more pressure on the developers as well to put stuff out for them. I would be okay with them doing it to where it's an as-needed basis. That'd be same nice. time of year. Yeah. Or maybe just do it like, again, like Nintendo Direct does. Like, just do it when it's necessary. Right. Like, hey... Two months in advance, we're about to launch a shit ton of stuff. Throw out invites to all the press people. They're going to show up. They don't care what year it is. Just don't do it around E3, obviously, or right. Gamescom. Yeah. But then just like throw that out there and be like, here, come on out. Make this happen. But then It'll be awesome. But at the same time, you have to balance like, what are you going to show at E3? That's when a lot of big stuff gets right, shown. Right, right, right. And then a lot of big stuff gets shown at Gamescom. Just so that's when like, show them. That's when you pull a Quake again and do what ah, Bethesda did. And right. just be like, here's two of our games that look badass. By the way, we're making Starfield. And then save... A, do a little teaser for Doom Eternal and then show the big huge reveal mm. at the actual like their own event kind right. of thing. So right. they could do that. So yeah, they could have saved The Last of Us 2 gameplay trailer and saved it for yeah, PSX. Yeah, but for sure. I wouldn't just have a PSX just for <laughs> The Last of Us. Right, right. But but there's know. a lot. I mean they could show Dreams more. Yeah. They could show freaking Concrete Genie more. Yeah. They could show whatever that Avengers game is going to be more. Like there's all these things that are gonna be out there. They can so. do teases. Like you don't yeah. do full full on blow trailers. It could be teases enough to get us hyped for next year. Yeah, that's it. Or the year after. I mean, I get we have a lot of things coming out next year, but you know. Speaking of that, that's gonna be it for our gaming news this week. Thank you all for listening. If you have any questions or want to contribute to next week's segment, email us at hello at theinnergamer.net. We'll also have some of the most important news stories on youtube.com slash innergamer this upcoming Thursday. We'll be back after the break with our discussion topic on what is coming for the next Harry Potter game that they just leaked this past week? That they're trying to delete everywhere. They're trying to delete everywhere. So oh. stay tuned. We're going to be right back with Harry Potter. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. And we're back. This week, we're going to have a discussion What topic. was wrong with that other segment? What? That other segment we just said, what was wrong with it? Everything. No, it's just, I usually start and then he. Oh, so like, someone else can't start. I just got here and I'm trying to make it seem like I have a say in things. Um, Brett. Yeah. Wait, who are you? <laughs> who are you? I'm Travis Straver. I think we just, I think we, did we just find this guy? Who brought him in? I'm like, How like, did you get in here? I'm like off the street, like oh a street my urchin. Gosh. 
You are. Is that, is that a thing? You, no, I'm just I'm gonna, enjoying gonna, your free I'm wine. Gonna, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going to like freaking, what's a, what's a Harry Potter spell? Uh, <laughs> no. Anyway. That is a spell. No, well, not in Harry Potter. Wingardium Leviosa. Wingardium Leviosa. I don't know. Oh, fuck. Can you shut him up, too? <laughs> so, I don't know um, that one. Actually, I kind of want to start this over. Yeah, start over. Don't. don't I want because I want to open up. I want to. We we need to do that thing where we do the song, like the intro, to like open up the song. You know, like. Na, 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 well, we can just do that right now. We don't have to like. Yeah, but we have to, we've already botched this intro. It's, How it's, do we it's botch garbage. it? It's, it's more garbage. entertaining this way. No, it's garbage. No, it's botched. I think it's, you're garbage. Botch. I think you're garbage. No, you're garbage. You're tr- you're you're cabbage. Yes. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. Our discussion this week is going to be on Harry Potter. Hello, everybody. We have Harry Potter leaked footage of an open world RPG in the world of Harry Potter. We Cue heard. the music. Da, 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 da. This is our shitty music because we can't buy the rights to the songs. We are here to talk about the leak of the open world Harry Potter game that came out. Somebody on Reddit recorded footage of a game that features destructible environments. A game that features destructible environments, spell casting, multiple character choices, many locales, all these things in the game. In this discussion, we want to explore what we'd like to see in a future Harry Potter game. Let's open up with what kind of game do we want to see? Batman. What kind of story do we want to see? Batman. (laughs) We want to see Batman. No, the way that the Arkham games kind of laid out. Not, I mean, obviously not in the same like context and stuff, but like obviously it's Harry Potter, but like. You were able to see so much of the Batman universe that you knew and yes. loved from other series. Expansive and stuff. world. Yes. Lots of places I to see go. Harry Potter. Now, I'm not as the biggest fan as some of these people around me. Right I now. love Harry Potter. Like, they, I'm sure they know so many things about Harry Potter that I just, just, just rolls over my head. Yep. But, like, for y'all, I think that would be awesome. Like, you could find, yes. go into nooks and crannies and find little they things. Need, like, they need to incorporate everything from the books and movies into the game or at least have like Easter eggs that we can like see from the books and movies. Yeah. Like special quests that are involved characters from the movies, like uh, certain areas that are shown in the movies, like any, anything that's pretty much in the book or movies that would make it Harry Potter. I mean, I'm sure yeah. they're going to do that, but if they, sp- they spend special attention on it, it'd be a lot better. Yeah, so that that's that's a question I want to ask mascot. you guys. Do you want this to be a completely canon story where it follows in the timeline uh, of the stories, or do you just want to be no, no, it in doesn't that world, but like a different take on that. It, it doesn't have. I don't think it has to be in the specific timeline that the book and the movie was on. Right. It can. It, it needs to incorporate the things out of those, so the fans can be satisfied. Yeah. But I think it'd be much better actually if they just had their own separate story told of whatever character you pick in, in Hogwarts and yeah. what kind of. Uh, House you're in uh, defines what the the character story will be, and uh, what actions you take, and 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 defines what kind of story you'll get. And the side quests need to be really interesting. And if they do all that with good gameplay, that would be an amazing RPG for Harry Potter world. Yeah, I think yeah. it would. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just it's naturally built for leveling up. Like if they 
Now, in the, the this leaked video that they showed, it seemed as if you were a bit older at this point in time. You weren't, like, a young person. But, like, you could theoretically build an RPG. Like, if somebody that was capable of building a vast universe in this world could do, you could start out as a year one student coming to Hogwarts. And then you're leveling up in the game is basically going from year to year into the game to progress and get bigger and stronger and learn more spells and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that could be interesting. That'd be cool. Yeah. And then, um, you know, like go, but the, the thing I'm not so sure about is like, I played Harry Potter games in the past where like you spent most of your time within Hogwarts. Like that was the game. And you didn't go outside of Hogwarts. I think this game has capabilities to like take you beyond Hogwarts and into the locations and the dangerous places that you would experience from the Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, what, what's an example? The Dark Forest. The Dark Forest, exactly. That'd be so cool. Like, the Dark Forest is a setting there. Would like, be that'd be great. Awesome area to go yeah. adventure in. Um, obviously, the Chamber Secrets, areas yeah. like that. Uh, I go to the Gringotts Bank and just like yeah, Gringotts, steal money to bank heist. Uh, the uh, what are you doing? Gringotts Leviosa. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think it'd be really cool if they had you. You had to learn the spells in a way that made you actually have to learn it. You don't want to do Skyrim Dragonborn and just go up to the shrine and you're like, oh, I'm a god. No, 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 no. I don't want to fucking. <laughs> oh, ah, oh, I can use this new thing. No, I, I want to. It'd be really cool if they did that. I know they're not going to because that's too like much something to ask. as if there was like levels to the spells, maybe where you can like do a little bit, like kind of like a spell in um, so you just rank up in D and D where like you start with a cantrip where you can just like shoot a little like fire burst, and then as time goes on, you can you can get, you like, can a upgrade it. Fireball yes. and, like shoot yes. out. that would be pretty cool. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they actually make you take classes. Like if they yeah. make you go to classes and you have to do like certain tasks in the classes, that'd be I, pretty interesting to see. I could see that happening. That would be really cool it because yeah, because you're in Hogwarts, it's in a university, you're supposed to be there to learn. But so, what would be the gameplay component to that class? That's what I'm curious about. Like what would you be doing in there? It'd probably be like, well, it know, depends time stuff. It's like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, Puzzles. hit this. Like wait for that tick to hit that area. It'd be like yeah, little stupid shit. Yeah, I yeah. mean, but it'd be it'd be it'd be quick. It, side they, games don't yeah. make it like a thing you have to do all the time. Right. Yeah. right. But um, what would be really cool is if to get the kind of class that you want, like not class as in like the actual class, like like a character class. Like um, there's different types of magic in the Harry Potter world. If you want to know potion making. And you want to learn more about potion making and be that kind of uh, class special uh, character, you go to a potion making class. Or if you want yeah. a new, if you want to do, uh, you know, divination, you go to a divination class. I think right. that's what it's called, divination. Yeah, divination. Yeah, divination. And uh, if you could do that, and you attend the classes that you want to build your character and what kind of class you want your character to be, that would be pretty freaking cool because then you get to experience Hogwarts the way you're supposed to experience it. And also get the type of class that you want in an interesting way. That's never been done. I don't think that's ever been done before, as far as I know, in, in video games. We have to actually attend a class to become the class that you want. <laughs> well, there, there was a... Uh, that, I yeah. that would be a, new, yeah, yeah. That'd be a new take on it. It'd be pretty cool. Right. At least in my opinion. But Yeah. There was, there was a uh, mobile game that came out earlier this year called um, Hogwarts... Um, like... Hogwarts mystery or something like that. And it was like a 
mobile game that was supposed to be a pretty good RPG on the mobile phone to play through Harry Potter. And it started out really good until you got about 10 minutes into it. And then everything that you did was basically like time locked and that you had to sit there and wait for a timer or pay money to. Oh, jeez! Like if you wanted to like, there was a part where you had to escape from this like thing that was like gripping you when you walked in this little like chamber within Hogwarts, like to get out of there, you had to like keep slashing it every once in a while to like break through. And then after a few slashes, you ran out of juice and you had to wait or you could pay money to get more energy points to then break through <laughs> further. So messed but up. They did have you uh, go to classes and learn spells and things of that nature in that. So there's potential there, but this game looks like on a whole nother level and that like it's the, the environments and like the, Mm-hmm. The uh, way in which you interact with the world and pull things together, and you can like cast spells at different like corners to like make rocks tumble down on the enemies, like use the environment to your advantage with your wand, like that stuff looked really really cool. Um, I think they could take some, <clears throat> take something from Spider uh, uh, Spider Man. If you say Spider Man one more time, I'm gonna beat you, Spider Man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh no, here we go. No, that you know they have the token system, so like you go around and complete certain things and and certain. Missions give you certain tokens and they use that to upgrade certain things. I think that'd be kind of cool and they could implement that into a way that is very lore friendly for the universe of Harry Potter to like you go to class and it gives you a token, but you need a certain amount of tokens. So maybe the teachers give you side quests like, oh, hey, you know, I lost this or, you know, <clears throat> I taught you to spell. So now you got to use it in some quests in some form or fashion or multiple quests, you know, or, you know, stuff like that that helps you kind of get a feel for what you're learning. And it's not just like, oh, sit in the classroom and do quick time events, you know, for like 30 minutes or whatever, you know. But in Spider-Man, they had the <clears throat> the, the the Doc Ock missions where you go into his lab and then they have these little mini, um, mini games where you have to like figure out the circuit system in certain ways. And for those who have played the game, you know what I'm talking about. But for those who don't, you had to like, you had power going from one area of this like, puzzle grid thing and then you had to put certain circuits to to make the power go to the to the end point to make the circuit work and then there'd be like little complications in between that you have to figure out and that would give you um what was it a science point or something like that probably i forgot what it's called but yeah something like that i think that would make sense in a way like research point research points yeah so i think that would work yeah well i'm excited for it i just hope they don't mess it up because it's I easy, think yes. Very it's, easy. To it's mess very up. easy to mess up because this is probably one of the hardest RPGs to do. Like yeah. any other RPG, it's just straightforward, oh, easy yeah. to figure out. Harry Potter is not a straightforward RPG. Well, you have like super fans that are like, yeah, and they will destroy this right, you, will screw you yes, up so hard. They will bend you over backwards and shove a wand up your ass. So there's a uh, literally (laughs) so in in this reddit thread there is a supposed blurb for the game that was revealed and i'm going to read read through it quickly here just to give you an idea of what they're that this may be about um the game is supposedly called harry potter magic awakened and it's set in the 19th century wizarding world the third person open world action rpg centers around your character with unique abilities who has at a late acceptance to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, you are a newly arrived fifth-year student to Hogwarts. It demonstrates a latent gift from magic with a unique ability to track and identify remnants of an ancient power. Upon arrival, strange events begin to materialize in the Forbidden Forest, and trouble begins to brew within the castle walls. Together with Professor Fig, 
You embark on a journey through familiar and never before seen locations to bring to light the truth behind these mysterious occurrences. On your quest, you will craft potions, master new spells, and discover fantastical beasts. You'll battle dark wizards, goblins, and other supernatural enemies and uncover the truth about your destiny. The fate of the wizarding world lies in your hands. So it's supposed to be eight different wizard types. You experience mm. Hogwarts, make new friends, uncover new secrets. You experience a new magic system that creates countless possibilities of master magic. Freely explore the wizarding world for the first time. Choose your house and friends at Hogwarts. Decide to pursue a path of good and evil. And then create your own witch or wizard experience oh, wow. an all-new story separate from the books or films. That's wow. interesting. You get to choose between being good and evil. I mean, that, that's... Yeah. That could be really cool to see which way you would go. I mean, if you go evil, I mean... You might even make make friends with like some of the evil characters from the, yeah. from the movie and the see book. It from a whole different perspective than you did from Harry Potter. Yeah, It'd be awesome. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll be an evil Slytherin character. I just hope whoever's making this like has good story background. Like they write good stories. Yeah, because that's what could make or break this game. No, like, that's what will great. make or break this yeah. game. You need a Rocksteady, an Insomniac, or a Santa Monica, Sony Santa Monica. Like those. One of those three teams could really do it. It, it. For some reason, this feels like a rock steady game. There's yeah. something about it that seems very Arkhamish in the sense of like the lore and the expansive. Like the trailer doesn't show you a lot, but it shows you enough to like. I feel like I get a sense from this trailer. I'm guessing this game is going to be out that. for a while, though. Probably not. Like two well, years. This was leaked, and this is just a test. So it could come out next year. It could be announced next E3 or I don't know, Gamescom, you know? Yeah. So most likely we're probably gonna hear something about this in twenty nineteen. This, this looks like an E three yeah announcement oh, yeah. kind of game. Yeah, but yeah, um, <clears throat> sources say it could be being made by a studio called Avalanche Software, which is not Avalanche Studios, the makers of Just like, Cause. Familiar. It is uh, Avalanche Software, which they are most known for making games such as Disney Infinity and. Cars 2 and Toy Story 3 and those types of things. That's disgusting. I kind of hope it's not them. But <laughs> they've been around for 22 years, so they have background. Oh, they did make a... They've made a couple other games. They've made Rampage. They made a Mortal Kombat trilogy. Uh, one of the trilogies. Um, but then after that, they've just made a bunch of like games based on... I mean, this actually kind of fits their wheelhouse because they've made games based off of existing properties. Disney games, uh, Meet the Robinsons, Toy Story, Cars, Rugrats. Yeah, but those games are always just, hey, you like the movie so uh, much, no. let's I'm gonna make a game out of it. Like it has no, you, you no one pays attention to those games. Like a real gamer does not pay attention to those kinds of games for good yeah, reason. Yeah. They're just there to get more money off of the movie. Don't say that, man. I love it. It's, no, that's what amazing. it is. So if it's them making this Harry Potter game, then it's. That's going to be troublesome to my to my. They are a division of WB Games, wallet. though. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A, lot uh, of, a lot of the Harry Potter games I've seen have not been anything noteworthy no, to talk special. about or even even play. Um, honestly, there was only one Harry Potter game, and I totally forgot what it's called. That was anywhere decent, and even then, it wasn't wasn't that good. It was very uh, claustrophobic with the gameplay. You couldn't really go anywhere. Everything was a set path inside Hogwarts and that was about it and then oh. the, the fighting was pretty terrible I'm sure that was a few like years ago no it was a w long time this yeah. was like when the first uh, couple 
movies, movies came, came oh, out. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've never been very good, and I never picked up any of them. So it's just, it seems like such a hard game to do because yeah. you have oh, to yeah. do it just right or it's going to be a failure. And it's yeah. so, I, I do not envy the gaming studio company that has to make a fucking Hogwarts right. game. Like that is, that is something that would be very difficult. It's almost on the, it's the same par as making like a Lord of the Rings game. Right. That's very hard to do. Yeah. Like what, Lord how many Lord of the Rings games have you played that are actually good besides Shadow maybe, of Mordor? Maybe. And that's not even really based off of the Lord of the Rings, like characters, like right. and everything. Like right. if you had to do like the actual areas that they were, uh, you know, that was the movie was ba- yeah, in the movie yeah. and the books were based off of because Shadow of Mordor is just based off of some random fucking guy killing orcs in the orc <laughs> area. That, that's it. That Mordor. Yeah. That's it. It works. it works. And it worked because it was a different take on that realm. Right. So it worked. Now, just think of them trying to do that shit in like somewhere in Rohirrim, like making a game out of Rohirrim and like or uh, uh, Gondor, Gondor, you know. And having to put all those things in there and do it right, Man. that's a big that's a big thing to do. Yeah, if you oh, yeah. if you mess it up, you mess it up right. for good. You cannot go back. So so I'm hoping they 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 yeah. Uh, I I'm hoping you get to like see all the places that you know and love from the world. And I'm sure and, you will. And that lore is filled out pretty like vastly. Yeah. To the nth degree, you know. And the thing is, that's probably going to be the easiest part. Is just making graphically the areas that you want to see. Now, how much open space you'll get to run will be a big big I'm factor. It's a lot. That that's what I'm saying. It's, it seems very Arkhamish where like there's so much open to you to like explore and then you can find those hidden gems that will like spark some kind of nostalgia from, yeah. from the movies or the, you know, I don't know how much has been made of the actual like world of Harry Potter and sense of lore outside of the movies, but a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of books and stuff and like fan fiction and things of that nature that have been produced. But I mean, just like what <clears throat> J.K. Rowling put in place anyway is just like so deep and elaborate that you could you could do anything out of that. Um, one thing I want to mention is I was on the website for Avalanche Software and they do have current job listings about an unannounced AAA title that they're currently working on <laughs> that requires the uh, understanding of the Unreal 4 engine. Oh, and they're looking uh, for a senior character designer, <laughs> a art intern, and then a layout artist, as well as several other jobs. Oh God, is it too? Is it too soon to be to tell that you're busted? I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> you never weird. know. You never, you never know. know. It it could be something they're doing because they are owned by Warner Brothers. Right. Warner Brothers does own that property. Um, it's possible. And Disney Infinity got shut down, so they're not doing Disney Infinity oh, anymore. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they are working on a brand new project. Interesting. I mean, Disney Infinity did really well, but it was geared towards kids. So I'm hoping right. that they're not. Maybe this is their take on you know going a different direction. Because I mean, if you look at Naughty Dog, I mean, their like original game was Crash Bandicoot, and that was like yeah. the game was built for everybody. And then they went into Uncharted, and they went to Last of Us. So like. Well, they've transitioned a lot. If yeah. anything, out of that trailer you showed me, this is not geared towards children, because uh, I definitely saw a couple uh, small troll orc things yeah. get killed, yeah. like 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 things impaled them against a wall and they yeah. died. Yeah. Like I was like, 
they don't show that shit in Harry Potter. Oh, no, like, no one dies. Like any of the movies. Like people die, but they don't show how they die. Like right, right. they're very like mum on how they died. Right. And they yeah, they died, but they won't show like, you know, a goblin being impaled on like some sharp object yeah, into a wall. PG in the movies. So I mean that trailer, if anything, shows that, you know, they're not holding back. They're gonna they're gonna make good, it gritty good. and dirty like it should be. I hope so. Yep. Um I don't know. The more I read about it, it very well could be that. <laughs> it seems like it. Avalanche Shield. But, I mean, Warner Brothers just acquired them in 2016. So if the timeline's accurate, that was about the time. I think they just shut down Disney Infinity like last year or something like that. So oh, wow. they acquired them in 2016. Warner Brothers could have been like, hey, this is what we want you guys to work on Harry Potter. Here you go. Here's the right. keys. And they've been working on it for two years now. So if that's the case. If they've been working on it for two years, we're definitely going to see this at E3 next year. Probably. That'd be pretty sweet. Man, you heard it here first. Prediction. Check yep. it out. Avalanche Studios. Software. Hopefully they don't. Software. Avalanche, Avalanche software. Studios is doing Just Cause. Yeah. Avalanche Software. And Rage. And they're doing, uh, what else are they <laughs> working on? so many. Of the oh, same that new unannounced game that they, or that new game that they announced that is like a brand new IP. But yeah. Anyway. Avalanche Software. Anyway. So I am pretty pumped about this. I hope it's really good. I Please do do? don't fuck it up. Last question I have. <laughs> Quidditch or no? Yes. Should yes. It have yes. It yes. should definitely have Quidditch. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? No, no doubt. Like, how would you impl- implement that? You know, would it be like, a, just like a, a side quest? Hard. It's a side quest. Okay. You go and you, it's like the arena. Like you just go there when you want to, and then it's just like an arena battle. Or yeah. Something. yeah. Yeah. That would. Be what bad. if that was a multiplayer component? That'd be pretty cool. Shit, that would be cool. That'd be pretty so awesome. If you have your open world RPG, yeah. you want to play freaking Quidditch, just walk over the Quidditch field. You could do Quidditch, Damn and you can do uh, you could do the uh, uh, wizarding duels like online. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. See, there's some good stuff that could happen from this yeah. if they do it right. If they do it right. If they do it right. Or they yeah. could royally fuck it up, which is probably what's going to happen, but whatever. I <laughs> hope not. <laughs> well, with that said... Um, let us know what you think. When will we see another Harry Potter game? Hopefully, it will come out sooner rather than later. Uh, 2020, probably. Yeah. If probably you have any predictions about what a Harry Potter game should or shouldn't have, let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear your input. And with that, that's going to conclude our discussion topic this week. If there is a topic you want to hear us talk about, please let us know at hellotheinnergamer.net. If you like what you hear, please give us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. We're going to take a quick break and come back with our video game releases. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. Looking forward to next week, let's talk about our upcoming video game releases. We have two games coming out in the next week. They are pretty freaking big. On October 12th for the PlayStation 4, PC, and Xbox One, we have Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Black (laughs) Ops is back, bitches. With their, what, Battle Royale mode? Yes. Mm-hmm. Featuring gritty, grounded multiplayer combat. The biggest zombies offering ever. With I do three like zombies. full undead adventures at launch and Blackout, <clears throat> where the universe of Black Ops comes to life in a massive Battle Royale experience. I do Blackout like features the largest map in Call of Duty history, signature Black Ops combat, and characters, locations, and weapons from the Black Ops series. Who's hyped? I mean, uh, I- I'll buy it for the zombies. I, mean, I already bought it. So oh, wow. you guys got to buy it with me on PC. So okay, PC it is. Make it happen. All right, if we're gonna play zombies, I might get it. Uh, and we're gonna play Blackout. I don't want to play the Blackout. Best freaking Look, battle royale. Even in existence. I'm, even I'm surprised. That I don't want to play Blackout. 
Um, I'm I am just so sick of battle royales. I loved it. I know. Yeah, PUBG is pleb. <laughs> <laughs> dumb, dumb. What's oh, the next yeah. one, Brett? That's right, such. Next one we go. Got on October sixteenth, we have on PS4, Switch, and Xbox One, Starlink Battle for Atlas. In this game, you're part of a group of heroic interstellar pilots dedicated to free the Atlas star system from Grax and the Forgotten Legion in Evil Robot Force. And if you Grax. buy this on the Switch, you get to play Ooh, Star Fox. Name. The it, it, Star Fox. It honestly looks like a decent game. It looks really now, cool. I don't know how well it plays, but it looks like a decent game. Made by Ubisoft. It's probably going to have microtransactions. Probably. To give you a, if you want to buy a booster, it's going to cost you two ninety nine. Damn it. Well, I mean, they do charge you for the physical... You know, the little version, the little physical ships, yeah. yeah, yeah, and you can put in different guns and stuff like that. that. So basically, they're amiiboing this shit, yeah, out of it, basically. But it does look cool as a game, so I hope it's good. We'll see, whatever. Uh, also, <clears throat> it's the beginning of the month. Actually, we uh, last time didn't talk about this because they weren't all fully out yet, but now they are. So if you are a PlayStation Four owner, you get two free games this month. One of which is kind of on the coattails of Dead by Daylight. This month, for free, Friday the 13th, the game, the 4v1 Friday the 13th game is available for free for PlayStation 4 owners. Well, I've already owned Dead by Daylight, so... I know, but this one's free. Yeah, but you can play it. Just try it. it. We we can all play that. I'm kidding. I'm going to get it. Jesus. And then we also have a game called Laser League. This is an arcade multiplayer mayhem game, futuristic sports game by Roll7, the creators of Ali Ali. Two teams of two or three players apiece compete to outlast their opponents by setting up moving lasers in an arena. In addition, on Xbox One, they're not as exciting, but it's still cool. They're getting a... (laughs) I mean, usually I'm excited about this, but this time it's like, eh. But uh, they're getting a... (laughs) They're getting... Thanks, Microsoft! They're getting Overcooked 1. Can I have some more? So that's cool if you want to play Overcooked 1, but now Overcooked 2 is out, so buy Overcooked 2. They're also going to get Stuntman Ignition, which is uh, Stuntman. So there you have it. That's Xbox's free game. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And on that note, that's going to wrap up our show this week. Be sure and check us out next Tuesday for more from your favorite video game podcast. Visit TheInnerGamer.net for our latest episodes, blogs, videos, and social channels. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Telephone. Or leave a terrible review. Be mean. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> also, if you're in Fort Worth, come out to our event at Hop Fusion on October 25th. Mark your calendar. You want to be there, be there, or be Travis. Will who will be there? I know exactly. You can so meet Travis. If you be me, you're doing well. You can meet Travis. You can It'll meet be me. Amazing. You're gonna be there? He's famous. I'm gonna be there. Okay. All right. I awesome. mean, I'm not that famous. We also have a Patreon set, which is a way for you, our listeners, to donate to the cause in order to bring you all the great content you want to see and hear. Even a dollar a month helps us keep this content coming to you every week. Plus, if you support us, we have some awesome rewards waiting for you, such as being a guest on the podcast, Travis. (laughs) I didn't pay the $12. (laughs) (laughs) Give us your money or else you can't leave. Or getting exclusive content. So head on over to innergamer.net and click going to contribute. Travis, what do they got to do? What? (laughs) They got to head over to innergamer.net and click donate. To contribute. You already said that. I know. Why'd you ask me? Because yeah. I want you to reiterate <laughs> it. Make sure you remember. Go over to theintergamer.net and give them twelve dollars. <laughs> you don't pass. You don't pass. Or pay a dollar and then it's not you'll all at still. Once. Yeah, you can just pay one dollar. It doesn't have to be twelve. Yeah, but you can do that if you want to. Anyway. Well, twelve dollars a year. That's what we're saying. So you got that. 
Or you can pay twelve dollars a month. That'd be cool too. My name's Austin. Okay, don't become World of Warcraft. My name's Brayanoski, and I'm Travis. That's Travis Stramer. Okay, Stramer. (laughs) Ah, he did. You fucked it up. (laughs) I know. I I still love you. I'm sorry. It's on purpose. Guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next week. Time y'all done that no more. And here we are to discuss the topic. I'm back. I'm Austin Browns. This is Travis Rayer. That's Brian. I'm Travis Rayer. Talk about Harry Potter. I'm Travis Rayer. Was the son of a game man? man. Ah ho ha ho Thank you for tuning into the new gamer. Ah oh, yeah. We'll catch on we next week. Are here. The inner gamer. We're gonna son talk about a- video games. Lots of video games. And some PlayStation. Think there's a Harry Potter in there. Maybe, Maybe a little bit spies. of death and despair. <laughs>